chapter 6, starting at the 53rd verse, reading down to the 56th. And when they had passed over, they came into the land of Gennesaret and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship straightway, they knew him and ran through that whole region round about and began to carry about on beds those who were sick where they heard that he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages, cities, country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch if it were but the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. I want you to tell yourself this morning, I have to make contact. Amen. You may be seated. How's anybody doing? It's never good when you start a message like that, huh? <laughs> How you doing over there on Zoom? You good? Amen. Dan, glad to have you. All right. I have to make contact. If that's too deep for you, just say I have to touch him. <laughs> Only have three verses to work with. So it shouldn't take that long. I don't know what the Holy Spirit wants to do this morning. But we'll see together. Amen. Last week we saw how the disciples failed miserably at the test they were given. They didn't recognize Christ. They didn't protect Christ. They didn't understand the miracle of the loaves in their hearts were hardened with doubt. If you weren't here last week, we talked about Jesus coming to the disciples on the boat. The boat was in a storm. and Jesus would have walked by and the disciples were freaking out on the boat. And when he got on the boat, they were, they, they were astonished at the fact that the sea and the storm stopped. So we understood that they didn't pass the test. What we have to understand is that our faith stands in danger when these things exist in our lives. When we don't recognize Jesus. We don't recognize what he's saying. We don't recognize what he's doing. And we don't recognize what he's asking. Sometimes when you're going through stuff and the enemy is all around you and attacking you, seems like every moment, a lot of times we will attribute the attacks that God has allowed to be Satan and not a test. 
If you don't correctly identify what's going on in your life, you're going to have a problem. If, If you haven't learned by now that just because you're saved and go to church and have a relationship with God that there's not going to be trouble in your life. You're going to be in trouble. Because a lot of times in my life, I didn't recognize that it was actually God at work. I didn't know it was God who was asking me or speaking to me. Because a lot of times you have so many voices coming at you. That you don't know which voice you should follow. I think it goes a step further that even when you don't recognize, it's hard to obey what you don't recognize. Because if if it's not going to be enough for me to just know that it's Jesus, God in this situation. If he's, if he's trying to get something to me or trying to teach me something and he's asking me to do something, it's going to be hard for me to obey the command when I don't know it's him. Now, not only that, when we don't recognize him in our life, we, a lot of us don't protect like when Jesus told them to go get on the boat and go ahead and they left Jesus back with all those folk it was a test they didn't get the test they were still selfish because I told you 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 protect the king you don't leave your leader behind I know the leader I know you say well the leader told them to go wouldn't that be disobedient but they didn't even ask a question because they did this before and, and if you're like me, you know, you'd be like, I can see it sometimes. Like I said, when I'm like, okay, if I go somewhere, you, you look, as a leader, you look to see who's looking back, to see who's watching you. Right? Yeah. So, so a lot of times, they, they, they didn't protect Jesus. Now, we don't protect him either. I'm bad I'm going somewhere. We don't protect them. We don't protect the word that's been given to us. Hide the word in your heart. We don't protect it. We don't be, Mary had to protect the word that was given to her. That she was going to give birth to the Messiah. If God came and told some of y'all something right now. It'd be on Facebook in two seconds. Because we don't protect anything. And then we wonder why the word doesn't come to pass. Or now you got to try to make it come to pass because you posted it. God didn't tell you to post it. He said protect it. Am I helping anybody? Because everybody's not happy that you got a word. That's why I don't tell everybody everything. 
Jesus. And, and let me just put this here. Because people don't believe what God told you, they'll try to tell you stuff so you can doubt what God told you. But if God told them, they want you to believe. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So we don't protect him. And we don't even protect what he blesses us with. The Bible says don't cast your pearls before the swine. Now I like bacon, but I ain't giving nothing to it. Y'all better help me. You got to protect your blessing. You can't give your blessing to everybody. Let me get deep. I feel like I'm a, we already are. We almost off the runway. Everybody can't get your anointing. They, they don't qualify. Matter of fact, you, you weren't with me when I went through what I had to go through. To even obtain this blessing. And I'm supposed to give it to you? So we don't protect stuff. And, and then when we don't do this and, and we don't understand, the Bible says we got to get an understanding and all things get an understanding. And he says in all things get an understanding, but he tells us not to lean to our own understanding. I'm going to say that two, three times so you can catch it because I think you'll catch it in your spirit. He tells us to get it in all things, get an understanding, but lean not until your own understanding. So I got to get an understanding, but I can't lean to my own understanding. Because the understanding that I'm going to get is not going to be, it's still not going to make sense with what I'm supposed to understand. So even though I understand it, I don't understand. It. So now, now, this would be, and this is all introduction because we ain't even touched the three verses yet. That's about as deep as it gets. But this would be a great time, church, to give God some praise. I'm just trying to help you. Because we need to praise him for his mercy. Because in spite of all of our imperfections, where we don't understand, where we don't protect, oh my God, and we don't recognize, in spite of all that, he still blesses us. Ooh. In spite of the disciples messing up and failing at every test, our text opens up with when they crossed over. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got time to play with y'all this morning. We, we, we got to have some church this morning. When they crossed over, they came to the land of Gareth. When they crossed over, when after they doubted after they didn't recognize after they were selfish when they crossed not 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 if they get there but when they crossed over they came to the land of Genesee now I'm not gonna get too deep but that was a town and that word it was given that name for its beauty and its fertility it was a place of rich soil 
that in spite of the fact that they messed up in the test, Jesus got on the boat and made, still got them to their desired place. A place of fertility. I'm here to tell you this morning, church, that, that God wants me to let you know that in spite of how much you messed up, that, that you're still going to get to the other side. And when you get to the other side, the storm that you just came out of is going to bring us into a place of blessing and fertility. See, 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 it didn't look like anything was going to grow in the storm. But when, tap your neighbor say, when I get there, uh, when I cross over. But, but here's the key. When you get, when you cross over into that land of beauty and fertility, uh, you got to anchor there. Oh my God, somebody say anchor there. To, to anchor means to be put in a secure place, a desired position that, that in spite of all my shortcomings, and in spite of all my mess ups, or oh, you ain't gonna say nothing, I'll tell you my business, cause you gonna act like you are all holier than thou and ain't never jacked up nothing. But if I could get a couple of people to be honest and say I'm a mess, but God still got me to a place where he's about to blow my mind with the blessing and I'm not gonna get out of my place my blessed place I'm gonna anchor myself because this is the desired place that God has me I, I tried I tried to, I tried but somebody say desired place the Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart. That God had planted some stuff inside of us that we know we can't stay where we've been. That there's something better on the other side. And, and all the hell I went through, all the hell and the disappointment that you had to face on that side. God said, don't give up. I'm going to bring you to a desired place. And anchor yourself there. Woo! You gotta be secure in order to be blessed. Cause people gonna try to move you up out of your blessing. People wanna get you away from your blessed place. They wanna tell you stuff like don't dream. Like you can't do that. Like you don't have enough money. Don't come from y'all better help me but, but 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 it is not myself that got me here i don't care look at me like you crazy i know i'm blessed i know i'm in a place that i could have never imagined anchored my soul is anchored I'm not going nowhere. My prayer life is anchored. I, I'm not going nowhere. My See, see, you got to stop messing around with people who not anchored. Yeah. yeah. You keep messing with these people that are here one day, gone the next. Or, or they sway with whatever's new. And if it ain't you, they going to leave you too. I just said another rhyme. Put a beat on that one. They, they, they move with whatever's new. See, but I, I don't have to worry about you. 
Ain't that right, my sister? See, that's why I love all of y'all. Y'all know I love you. I love you to death. Yes, I do. But I'm going to tell you, if you leave, you leave. I'm still going to be here. I'm anchored. <laughs> I, I can't go nowhere. Y'all better help me. When we went on the cruise, they, they, they didn't have enough they didn't have enough shore to dock the boat because it was too big. So they had to put the anchor in the middle of the ocean. And then we had to take a shuttle to our desired place. Don't worry about if God got to get you on a shuttle. As long as you can see where the boat is behind y'all, man. If I would have seen that anchor come up and I was somewhere else, that's why. You got to be anchored. This is where God has you. Why are you still going to that church? Because I'm anchored. Why are you always give? Because I'm anchored. I ain't say you can't visit. Just don't anchor. <laughs> Y'all better help me. Y'all better help me. So watch this. They anchored. And the Bible says when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized. And, and when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized. Somebody say they came out of the boat. A lot of times we don't recognize Christ until we come out. Oh, that was good. That was so good. Whew. See, Joseph didn't know that it was God. He went into the pit at seven and didn't reach the palace till 30. And didn't have a family reunion for some 20 some years later. Before he could say to his brothers, you meant it for evil. But, but, but God meant it for good. See, sometimes you can be in something for so long, you don't recognize God. See, if you would have told me some 20 years ago that my crack addiction was me being trained by God, I couldn't recognize it. But when I came out, y'all better help me. Some of y'all that were in my struggle with me couldn't recognize it. Is that God? He needs some help. The devil is a liar. Y'all better help me. And I'm pastoring them very Y'all better come. Uh -uh. See, people don't recognize you when you're going through your struggle. But when you come out, tap your neighbor and say, you better recognize. Yeah, you better recognize the hand of God all over my life. Yeah, I went through it. I went through heartache. I went through bankruptcy. I went through divorce. I went through anger. I went through frustration. I went through being betrayed. I've been let down. I've been, y'all better help me. But it was God. The devil meant it for evil. But God. But God. And I didn't recognize him when I was in. I couldn't see clearly. Because I was crying too much. You better wipe the tears off your face. Stop crying about the same stuff. 
Oh, I don't know. I know the Holy Spirit talking. I know. The, I don't know who I've been sent here for this morning. But God said, stop crying while they having a party. Stop crying while they ain't thinking about you. You better get your joy back. You better get your peace back. You better recognize that it was me. It is I. That's why it's so hard to minister to people who are surrounded by so much junk. You can't talk life to them yet. You gotta, that's why Paul didn't have a transformation until the scales were removed because he couldn't recognize. You can't see stuff with scales on your eyes. Looking through an old worldview, old mentality. But you talking about God gonna do a new thing. He can't do a new thing in you. You got too much old with you. Woo! Y'all better help me. Get rid of that old stuff. It's over. Jesus. Take the plastic off the furniture. Sit on it. You asking God for new, you won't mess up the old. What? I ain't coming to your house. Some of you still got wooden forks and spoons on the wall. Take them down. Look like you don't walk through the twilight zone, come up in there. House smelling like plastic and wooden spoons on the wall. God help us. Somebody say, do something with it. Do something with it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. So now, so now, watch this. They, they, they get out of the boat and they recognize them. And the Bible says that they all ran through the whole surrounding region and began to carry about on bed those who were sick wherever they heard he was. Real short, real short. We almost done. We almost about to close this message. But let me just tell you this. Stop bringing your problems to people who can't help you. Your problems to people who have no solution. Well... They said they brought the sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever, whatever's sick in your life, you got to bring it to Christ. If your spirit's sick, bring it to Christ. Your bank book's sick, bring it to Christ. Your mind's sick, bring it to Christ. Relationships, bring it to Christ. Stop bringing it to everybody. Stop trying to get marriage counseling from those that ain't been married. Stop talking to your girlfriends. About your marriage. Girl, if that was me, I'd leave them. As soon as they say that, they want them. You leave them and they take them. Well. 
Jesus. The Bible said, cast your cares on him. You got, you got to bring it. You got to bring it to us. Now, I, I have a problem with y'all. I have a problem. You, you got to bring it quick. Stop trying to fix it, fix it yourself and bring it quick. You know? You don't do that when you go to the hospital. I'm just going to sit in the waiting room. He a doctor. He should know what I'm here for. I ain't going to say nothing to him. Right? We, we want to tell God how the anointing got to work for me in order for it to work. Instead of just being humbling yourself and saying, Pastor, I got some problems I'm going through. I'm dealing with something right now. But then you get mad and you want to leave the ministry because nobody ain't put oil on you. Because you ain't tell nobody about what you was going through. But you brought your issues to everybody else but the pastor. I know I'm in the house. Especially when you got access. Now when I graduate school and become a worldwide producer and I don't like it, then you can't touch me now messing with y'all. I'm walking around with an entourage like I'm important, but you got access. You can reach me on band. You can reach what? Well, I don't want to bother him. I know he's busy. Well, okay, I'll give you that. But don't get mad because you ain't bothering me. But it ain't a bother if it's my calling. Right? I pay good insurance. Right? We got good insurance. Supposed to be good insurance. When when I go to the hospital, I don't want no under person taking where's my doctor? Don't send nobody in here that's just trying. So why you come to church dealing with people who just trying? Oh let me let me move. Let me move. Let me move. My God. So they, they, when they heard he was there, they, they came. Jesus is there. I'm coming. Now watch this. Where, wherever he entered, the village, the cities, the country, they laid the sick. And they, they begged him that they might touch him, touch the hem of his garment. Let, let, let me read that again. They, they, they brought everybody that was sick. Right? And, and they begged him, Jesus, could we just touch the hem of your garment? And as many as touched him were made well. You ready to have some church? Let's check this out. They were sick but they didn't have a sick mentality. They, they didn't have a settle for sick. You ever, you, you ever call them people when you tell them, you know, 
How you doing? Um, well, girl, you know I got a headache. Well, girl, my head is missing. They go, they go to, you can't, you can't even have a headache. Like your whole head is gone. Like whatever, whatever, whatever wrong, whatever is wrong with you. And don't tell them ain't nothing wrong with you. Because then they're going to make you feel bad that ain't nothing wrong with you. I can't win. Now I feel bad for telling you I feel good. That's a sick mentality. I don't know what they call it. They got a name for it. And they probably got a pill for it. They just like to go to the hospital. They go. You know, they do it like, like people do jail, like in the winter. Sick mentality. And and the reason the reason Sister Michelle Sister Lashon I know I know they didn't have a sick mentality you you know how I got that from that scripture I, I got it because they didn't ask could he touch them he, they didn't ask Jesus touch me they said can we touch you somebody say I got to make contact. See, there's a difference between God touching you and you touching God. I'm closing. <laughs> if y'all didn't get it, y'all missed it. We already had church. Well, see, there are some people in here who came to see what God was going to do for them. But there's another type of people. Jesus, that, that came to see what they could do. For God, yeah, 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 because see, see, the Bible said that as many touched him were made whole, but they all were in the room. That, that, that means everybody could be present, but everybody can't touch him. Y'all can't catch that. Yeah, it means everybody's in here, but not everybody's touching heaven. Ooh. See, what does it mean to actually touch him? It's relational. It's like being in love with somebody. When you're in love with somebody, things you do touch them. Like adore adoration touches. Like, like y'all, y'all, y'all ain't gonna say that. Like, like, I don't, I, 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 I do bring flowers home and let flowers just be on the table. For, for when her honey come home and see the flowers let her know that I was thinking about her and she just she's just beautiful and I love her in my life and I just want out I wasn't in trouble I don't get in trouble so yeah I don't buy flowers for trouble forget that uh, so they were on the table but there's different reactions from from when our anniversary or something and I send roses or I bring them myself and surprise her on the job in front of everybody because she's showing off now. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. But it's adoration. See, see, God wants you to do something for him in private 
but it's when you do for him in public and let everybody else know that you love him. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. See, see what, what touches God is when you praise him, when you give him glory, when you love on him, when you give to him. Oh, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. How many of y'all wanna be in a relationship where you just the one giving all the time and the other person ain't giving you nothing? Y'all not gonna say nothing. See, God don't wanna go Dutch with you. Cause he don't need you to pay for the bill. But at least act like you wanna pay for it. At least put your hand in your pocket every now and again and say, God, can I go ahead and treat? Uh, when God going to stop having to treat you? And when you going to start treating God? When you going to make contact with it? See, when you going to touch him? I'm trying to help you because the Bible says as many touched him were made whole. That's why you got half a blessing because he keep touching you. If you want the whole blessing, you got to touch him. Oh, somebody say, I got to touch him. Get out my way while I touch him. You might not like my praise. You might get mad because I'm making all this noise in your face. But it ain't about you. I'm touching him. Somebody say, touch him. I got to make contact. The Bible said Jesus was moved with compassion because the people touched him. They were like sheep that had no shepherd. Woo! See, you want to touch God, be happy about it. That's, that's you know, when, when me and my wife are going through a struggle, and we still love each other. And she's still cooking. I ain't got to wonder, do I need to eat this? That's, that, that's relationship. That, that's love being built. Because we don't, I don't have to praise her and she don't have to praise me just when things are going. You, you want somebody that's with you through the good and the bad. And preferably, you want them to go with you through the bad so that you can enjoy the good. So why you keep cussing God out about the bad in your life? Shall we not praise him for the good and the bad? Or does God have to perform for you? in order for you to praise him. He said, I'm not going to touch you. Touch my him. I ain't got to go deep. Y'all Christian folk, you should know the him represents praise. As many as touched the him. I'm trying to get you to see what God, God, God wants a praise. He said, are you going to be so afraid of COVID that you can't praise me? But you'll praise me if I heal you of it. 
He said, you're close, but you still didn't touch me. Touch him in public. Wait, I'm, I'm still preaching. I can't let you tell. You, you, you got to praise him. Yeah, you. Because God still wants a praise. And for some of y'all, y'all still can't recognize him. You're still not understanding. He said, you sick and sick. We're almost through January. And on the first of the year, you was all praising that you're going to be a light. But it's only been 24 days in, and the devil's still been busy. Got you down what you said on the first of the year. God is trying to jumpstart you right now. He said he needs a touch. He's trying to see if you'll make a connection. Because some of you are in danger of your battery dying. Y'all better help me. So God said, don't let this moment pass before you make a connection. Touch me. Tired of half praise. I'm tired of opening up the windows of heaven halfway. Oh my God, I'm talking to somebody. Don't you know, I'm talking, I'm sorry, I don't usually do this, but the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, you are a tither. It means that you give 10% faithfully so that I could open the window 100%. Stop settling for a half of a blessing. When I'm trying to get you whole, give me a whole praise. Give me all of your worship. Give me all my glory. And I'll take care of your situation. I'll heal your land. I'll bless you. Come on and praise him. Praise him, Alana. Praise him. 